Maharaj Parikit said, When he heard Indra's words, Narada Muni exclaimed, Well done! Oh, well done! And quickly traveled to the planet of Brahma. From a distance, Narada heard the sounds of sages continually and with great devotion, performing a series of Vedic sacrifices. Taking those offerings in thousands of hands and placing them in thousands of mouths, the Supreme Lord, in order to please Brahma, ate those offerings. The Lord offered to the performers of sacrifices all the benedictions they requested. He then retired to his bedroom, and as the goddess of fortune massaged his feet, he happily fell asleep. Brahma ordered the sages, who were his sons, to perform sacrifices, and then, to tend to his duties in managing the universe, Brahma left for his own residence. As Brahma comfortably sat on his throne, and intently heard the recitation of the glories of his Lord, tears came to his eight eyes. Approaching his father, who was served by a host of wonderful opulences, Narada fell down like a stick to offer respects and said, You are certainly the object of Lord Hari's mercy. You are the master of the Prajapatis and the grandfather of all living entities. You alone create, maintain, and destroy the 14 worlds. You are eternally the master of the universe. It is said that you are parentless and self-born. Born from your four mouths, the personified Vedas, Puranas, and other scriptures that reveal the goal of life stay in your assembly house. The saintly sages, who are free from lust and all other vices, attain your planet after faithfully and faultlessly performing their prescribed duties for 100 births. In this universe, no place is superior to your abode. Eating the offerings of sacrifice and granting fruits of their sacrifices to his worshipers, the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his form of the Maha Purush, eternally resides in your abode. At first you made a great endeavor to find the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but you could not find him. Then, by performing austerities, you were able to see him for a moment within your heart. The truth is, you are very dear to Lord Krishna. Indeed, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, who assumes many different forms for his pastimes. Maharaj Prickett said, Again and again, singing Brahma's glories, Narada bowed down before Brahma with great devotion. As he heard Narada's words, Brahma became very agitated. Covering his eight ears, through his four mouths he said, I am only a servant. Again, 
and again. Restraining with great effort the anger these unbearable words created within him, four-faced Brahma rebuked his son Narada. I am not the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. From your earliest childhood, have you not repeatedly learned this from Vedic scriptures, from common sense, logic, and from my own explanations? His potency is Mahamaya. In his eyes, Mahamaya is like a maidservant who, employing the three modes of material nature, creates, maintains, and destroys the material universe. All of us are bewildered by this Mahamaya. We are firmly under her control. For this reason you should know that I have not received even a small portion of Lord Krishna's mercy. I continually think, I am a great spiritual leader, the supreme controller and grandfather of this universe. I was personally born from the lotus flower sprouted from the navel of Lord Krishna. I am the performer of great austerities. I am a great devotee of Lord Krishna. In this way, Lord Krishna's illusory potency, Maya, destroys me with intense pride. In addition to that, I am always angry, overwhelmed by the endless duties I must perform to maintain this universe. I am anxious that someday my planet will be destroyed. Afraid of all devouring time, I pray for ultimate liberation. Only for this purpose I worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and I cause others to worship Him. You may say the Supreme Personality of Godhead personally resides on my planet, but I say, where does the Supreme Personality of Godhead not reside? He personally accepts the sacrificial offerings here only to firmly establish Vedic revelations and also to bestow mercy on the dear devotees who make offerings unto him. He does not do it to bestow mercy on me. O Narada Acharya, think for a moment. You should know that the Lord is pleased only by devotion. He gives his mercy only to the devotees, never to the non-devotees. I am very far from having any devotion to the Lord. If I somehow avoid offending him, I think I'm doing very well indeed. The Lord does not forgive my offenses as he forgives the sins of Shiva. One time, I gave benedictions to the demon Hiranyakasipu, who became an enemy of Vaishnavas and proceeded to torment the entire world. When the Lord, in his form of Srinashingadev, killed that demon, I and my companions, staying far away out of fear, spoke many eloquent prayers to the Lord, but he refused to recognize us even with a momentary sidelong glance. Later, during the coronation ceremony of Maharaj Pallad, he kindly approached me and angrily ordered, Do not give any more benedictions like this to the demons. In spite of this order, I have since given many benedictions to Ravana and many other demons, whose tongue has the power to describe the sins of Ravana. You may remember how I gave administrative posts to Indra and many others whose good sense became completely destroyed 
by their inflated pride. Indra offended the Lord by showering incessant rains on the Govardhan sacrifice, by fighting with the Lord over the Parijata flower, and in many other ways also. Varuna, the king of the waters, kidnapped Nanda Maharaj, stole the cows from the forest, and committed many other offenses. Yama terribly killed the son of the Lord's teacher, and Kubera is partly responsible for the sins of his follower, the demon Sankarchuda. Also, in the lower worlds, the demons and angry serpents, who are all relatives of Kaliyanag, have become enemies of the Vaishnavas. When Krishna stopped for lunch, I used my illusory potency to kidnap the boys and calves personally protected by him in Vrindavan. Then I saw something very wonderful. Frightened, I bowed down before him and offered prayers. I arrogantly offended him, and he responded by cheating me with his pastimes of a cowherd boy. Because I was able to enter his dearmost land of Braj, and because I was able to obtain his merciful lotus glance, I thought that at that moment my life was all perfect and all successful. Fearing that I would commit many more offenses if I stayed, I left Brej. What is the use of saying any more about my misfortunes? Shiva is famous as the personal friend of Lord Vishnu. In this universe, I do not see anyone who is the object of the Lord's mercy as Shiva. Always intoxicated by the sweet nectar of Sri Krishna's lotus feet, Shiva has lost all interest in material goals, in supreme power and opulence, and in varieties of sense pleasure. Eating dustura seeds and arca leaves, decorated with a garland of skulls, and his naked body smeared with ashes, Shiva laughs at materialists like myself, who are addicted to sense pleasures, wearing matted locks of disheveled hair, and eager to conceal his actual nature. He staggers about like a madman. On his head, he carefully carries the Ganges, which has washed the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. When he dances, he destroys the universe. Lord Krishna is so kind to him that not only does he have the power to grant the most valuable liberation to demigods like myself, but even his wife has that power. Ah, all the residents of Shiva Loka are liberated souls. By Shiva's mercy, how many of them are not only liberated, but are now pure devotees of Lord Krishna? To consider Shiva different from Lord Krishna is a great offense. The Supreme Personality of Godhead may forgive offenses committed to Him, but He does not forgive those committed against Shiva. When Tripureswara, Vrikasura, and many other demons maddened by benedictions He gave them, placed Shiva in a very dangerous position, Lord Krishna at once rescued Him with words as sweet as nectar. Conquered by the intimate love of His devotee, Lord Krishna personally worships Shiva just to glorify him. Lord Krishna personally asked Shiva to drink the terrible poison 
produced from the churning of nectar. In this way, Shiva became worshipped by the Prajapatis and showered with streams of great glory. The Puranas sing of the mercy of Lord Krishna to Shiva. You know this already. O sage, please remember his glories. Chayavi, he does Chayena. Go in 